0: Hey, welcome back to the Weekly Coffee Audio Companion. I'm your host, Tom Tate, and this is episode nine, Sushi. So you might have noticed that we have a food slash cooking theme going on this week, Uh, Maybe I was just hungry when I decided to do it that way. Uh, Maybe I've just been waking up extra hungry this week. I'm not sure. Uh, But I wrote about today's concept, sushi, in a newsletter a few weeks ago, and I feel really strongly about this one, so I wanted to make sure I covered it on the podcast as well. And as a reminder, you can subscribe to the Weekly Coffee Audio Companion over at iTunes or through your favorite podcast app so that you never miss an episode. And if you're not already subscribed to that newsletter, uh, Weekly Coffee, which is my rut crushing introspective newsletter, uh, I send it out every Sunday, head on over to weekly.coffee and sign up today. It's totally free and you can opt out anytime. And uh, so far, people have really been enjoying it. So a fellow team member uh, at my current position, he's a uh, software engineer, he told me a fact about itame. And at first I didn't know what itame was. And then he explained to me, uh, itame is just a fancy word for sushi chefs. Uh, And I've never heard this fact before, but apparently they meticulously clean their workspaces before and after crafting their sushi. So they meticulously clean their workspaces before and after crafting their sushi. And I really wanted to learn more uh, and I've I've seen this film, uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi, and it was pretty popular on Netflix. It was a documentary about this uh, older sushi chef Jiro, uh, who basically dedicated his life to the art of making sushi and the art of continuous improvement. And it was very inspiring for me. And I learned a lot about uh, sushi, and I learned a lot about continuous improvement, and I learned a lot about myself and watching it and how I need to. Uh, fine-tune some of my processes and my mindset to really emulate some of the things that he was doing. So I I wanted to learn more about this idea of Atame cleaning their workstations. Uh, So I found this article by Leonard Chu. And it's actually a dead link now, so I can't even link up to it. But I took good notes when I found it. And Leonard uh, lists the qualifications of a great sushi chef. And I'm paraphrasing a bit here, but You know, the first one, the sushi must be good and the ingredients must be fresh. The atame is accountable for the full dining experience. This is a direct quote from Chu. The counter and food preparation area must be scrupulously clean. A good atame knows that cleanliness and organization are key not only to food safety but also to customer satisfaction and his or her own productivity. A messy sushi chef is not a good sushi chef. A good Atame will be nearly or actually obsessive about his equipment and his area. It should all be spotless and in 100% condition. The Atame should be interacting with all of his or her customers. The Atame should be able to handle pressure. And one, I think, can make really similar arguments to all of our own professions. I feel like what Chu is describing here are very universal um, to our own professions. So whether we uh, write, you know, I'm in marketing, um, I feel like there's definitely parallels here. Um, This idea of prepping your area before you get started, not just for cleanliness and quality, but also for productivity. Uh, I think there's a lot to be said here. Um, So I've been taking this approach of sort of cleaning the cutting board every time I'm transitioning between projects. Uh, So I'm about to start a pretty big project uh, shortly. So I mentioned on Monday that I'm going to be working on writing a book uh, within this quarter, which is a very short time period. So one of my goals right now is to clean the cutting board and really wrap up any existing projects that I have uh, to be able to just kind of tie a ribbon around those uh, and ship those so that I can get started with a clean workstation. Uh, So I I wanted you to think about these concepts, Uh, think about the Atame, and think about uh, what areas of your workstation could you be cleaning uh, or prepping Uh, for the next big project or for the next big thing that you're working on to help you transition from one thing to the other? Even if you have concurrent projects, are you doing a good job kind of separating the two so you can transition between the two without spillover, Uh, even if it's only in your mind? You know, I talk a lot about mindshare and mindshare can really prevent you from doing your best work. Working on something, knowing that you have something else that you need to be working on is super challenging. So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, That's going to wrap things up. Uh, Definitely a lot to think about. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about this for the past couple of years. So uh, think like a sushi chef. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast through iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the weekly newsletter over at weekly.coffee. As always, I want to thank you for your time and attention. And I will see you on Sunday.